everybody, I'm Aludra, and over here with me is Ben! Say hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. And we're here to snuggle up, get cozy, and uh, chat about our hobbies in our box fort. Because I almost said build a box fort, but we have a box fort. I'm just thrown off because your countdown started with four instead of five. You're taking shortcuts, and I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> Oh, Ben, there's no pickaxes involved. You'd think you'd be thrilled. Yeah, I am pretty happy about that. But even yeah, so, it'd be made yeah. of cardboard anyway. So, yeah. But anyways, no, I'm nice and cozy in my fort, even though it's, oh, I don't have so my watch hot. on, so I don't know how hot it is outside. It's so hot. I think it, last time I checked, it was like 109. Yeah, I was going to say it's about 110 over there. Yeah, <laughs> cozy has a different meaning when you just want to be in water, in cold, cold water. Submerged. The thing that's really great about these box forts is all the UV protection. Oh yeah, that is the best part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. UV now that, protection, guys. Now that we have our our cardboard AC going too, that's kind of an, an important thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, cardboard ACs, guys. They are way more environmentally friendly. Yeah. When you're done with them, all you need to do is just recycle them. Mm-hmm. They run on imagination. They do, just like everything we do. Exactly. So Ben. <laughs> Yes, that was messy, but I'm a bit thrown off because, oh my gosh, you guys, summer scheduling is like the hardest time of the year. You think it'd be around the holidays or something? No, there are clear boundaries defined around the holidays. There are things you just don't do and times you just don't intrude on. Mm -hmm. But summer, it's like everything's like out the window. The cars are all up in the air. Grab as many as you can before you run out the door. Ugh. I don't know. Plus, what's the going world's on, on fire, figuratively and literally. So, it's just, yeah, there's just a lot going on with it being a summer and b fire. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ben, I have missed your face. I missed yours too. And Man. I think you've lost weight. Oh, I appreciate that. I definitely haven't because I've been stress eating. But uh, I appreciate the thoughts. Oh, I know what that's like. Just Trust me. It's because I've shaved most of my beard off. No, and no, no. It's not this stuff. Because, so. again, I married a Viking and, and he does the thing, too. <laughs> True. So I, I'm very used to seeing faces and, and not taking facial hair bushiness into account. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny, though. Speaking of Vikings, um, I wasn't planning on talking about this at all, but I'm mm -hmm. just going to throw this out here really quick. Uh, so the announcement of uh, God of War Ragnarok came out for the like the release date and then they showed like the, the special unboxing yeah. videos and stuff like that yeah, and i'm yeah. just like oh man that looks so great i love the first one and i'm like i'm not really playing anything specific right now i could just play that again so i mm -hmm. downloaded it again and started it up and i'm just like oh, yes nice. this game is so good and i'm walking nice. around going boy just all the time in game. Just, yeah, I'm not very far in it, in it again, but I just, I want to just, the Vikings made me think about it. I just, oh, mm -hmm. it's it's great. Like the, the one best thing about that game that everybody said is one of the best things is just the feel of summoning the Leviathan axe back to your hand. Mm -hmm. Like just as soon as it hits, just like Ooh. Thor moment. Yeah, yeah. And you feel the weight in that and everything. It's great. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm still not that good at the game, but it's oh, no. still a lot of fun. You don't have to be good at a game to have a lot of fun oh, yeah. because this segues great into what I've been playing because I've got the Greek myth motif. I've got the I'm not great at this motif. I've been playing Hades. Oh, now I've always, always, always wanted this game. 
Mm-hmm. Always wanted this game. And then the Steam sale happened. But I was like, I don't want it on PC because I want to play it in, in other rooms, basically. Yeah. I want to, I, I want it to be portable. So I had to wait for it to go on sale at Target. It didn't go down to sale as much as it did on PC, though. Mm, I'm a little, no. I'm a little miffed, but, but even the guy was like, I don't know anybody who bought this on, on console. And it's guys, it's like, guys, no, no, no. You want to buy the physical copies for one reason specifically. Lag. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in Rune Factory 5, the people who bought the download had so many lag, more lag problems really? than the people who bought the cartridges. Mm-hmm. That's really because the game was was trying to preload while loading and stuff, and I've just noticed a lot more problems with downloaded games than physical copy games. And I, it could be biased. This could totally be me, only seeing the problem for the media I don't have. But yeah, so I'm really happy with it. Uh, the game looks amazing. Ben, have mm-hmm. you seen this game? Oh yeah, yeah. No, well, why don't you tell people what it like, what it's about, what it is, and everything? Oh. Because okay, um, now it's been out for like what about a year or something like that. But oh, a little longer, yeah, I think. Very popular game, but it is very cool. I haven't played it. I've only seen like little snippets of video and, and everything. So, mm-hmm. like, what's it all about? Okay, so in the game, you're playing as Zagreus, son of Hades and Persephone, who. Does not want to live in Hades anymore. Who he would? doesn't like his father. His father's kind of mean and distant, and he's a perfectionist, and so he's very mean to Zagreus. And Zagreus is like, "I'm out," and that's basically where you come in. And it's a roguelite, so what it is is you die a lot. Like you get as far as you can, collecting as many resources as you can get, and there's like mm-hmm. five, six types of resources to collect. Things that'll help you on this specific run or things that'll help you for future runs or things that are just these will build friendships with people and then this currency over here will help you decorate and yeah while some of the furniture you can buy is like great and and redoes the dungeons themselves you, you can also just buy roses to stick in the corner of the hall to Make your dad angry because you're looting his realm to buy roses to stick in the corner of his house. Well, of course. I so- mean, <laughs> I-, I know that whenever I want to piss off my, you know, fiendish godfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that works. Yeah, um, yeah, it still works. <laughs> um, you know, I-, I like to spruce up the place with some flowers. Yeah. So, but what's really fun about it is like, unlike other roguelites I've played, they get really boring really fast because nobody says anything new. Yeah. But in this game, they give you a codex. And you have to die so many times to unlock information about various places where you died. And then every time you end up back at start, everybody has something new to say. Entirely new. So you're uncovering bits of, you know, the the history in the past, which I tried to make one word and I stopped myself, thankfully, because that's not a good word. And, (laughs) and, um, you're, you're uncovering, like, your relationship with your father has always been really mm-hmm. rocky and how uh, he was lied to about who his birth mother was. Oh. And, yeah, and and just various people, like Achilles, he's, like, hanging out. And you're like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, ah, oh, my friend. And, and you get to power <laughs> up your weapons. And, you know, it's really interesting and i'm still playing it weeks later so i'm really excited about that because my money wasn't wasted that's good (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, so it took me 30 tries to beat the first boss. And I, I don't think that's specifically good or anything, but I was really excited. Yay, I beat it! Yeah. And I remember because it's a nice round number, and I was like, oh, that's really cool that I got it on such an even <laughs> round number. And then I just yesterday, I beat the third boss for the first time. Yeah. And that is like the Minotaur and and this guy whose name I'm totally blanking on because I'm just so excited to be talking about this game. Uh was it Daedalus, the designer of the labyrinth? No, no, no. He was on he was on like um I keep wanting to say Thanatos, but Thanatos is he, he's a different I think it's Theseus, the oh, ship okay. guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh and it's the first time there's two bosses for you to fight at once. You know, there's been like mini bosses, you know, that do that. But this is two of them. And uh, it's just, oh, my God, it's really tough. Oh, I bet. I, yeah. Yeah. So I was uh, really, I, I've been really excited. I've been playing it a lot. And it's it's just been a lot of fun. You, you get different weapons you get to choose from. And I've been using the spear. Because it's like a melee weapon that also has really long range. Oh, okay. So you don't have to be all up in their faces about it. Yeah, makes sense. I keep trying to use the bow, and I hate it. I hate that bow. But if I want to unlock all the lore in the codex, I've got to try. Well, I mean, with everything, it's a roguelite. So you mm-hmm. you just need to keep keep at it, you know, get a little bit better with it, and keep upgrading. And I'm sure it yeah. gets awesome. I'm sure it does, but I just don't like the way it fires. No, I get that. I really do. <laughs> it's like, this is a video game. It can just shoot arrows. And it's like, we have a gun for that. I'm like, yeah, but I got to fill up the codex somehow with this thing. So fix it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I will say uh, something that I've heard that I think you're going to be pretty stoked about is mm-hmm. uh, talking about bang for your buck. Um, even after you like actually beat the game and finish it, there's still a lot more to do to keep running it. Yeah, I just unlocked the records room. And I'm kind of disappointed. that It was so expensive to get. I needed two special diamonds, and those aren't mm-hmm. exactly all over the place. And so I unlock it, and it's just like, okay, well, on this run, these are all the buffs and abilities you, you managed to unlock. And, I mean, that's cool. But it's also like, I, I, I could have bought a fishing pole. And we all know how I feel about fishing poles, Ben. You and fishing? No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. That's cool, but, um, you know, you can't control which gods um, boons you bump into. So you don't know what kind of abilities you're going to unlock each run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best you get is like at the when you clear a room. You might have two doors, and it's like, oh, okay, do you want to go for power, which will, or uh, the black blood drops, which will power your abilities up when you die, inevitably, at the end of this? Mm-hmm. Or do you want, like, coins that'll disappear at the end of this dungeon, but you can buy different buffs when you run into the shop? That and makes sense. The, the layout of the dungeon always changes, and sometimes it's like, the door will have two different god markers on it. And the first time I went in there, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to get two buffs. And it was like, no, you've got to choose one. Make the other Greek god angry because, if anything, those guys are always reasonable and level-headed. Oh, so much so. And then, then kill everybody in there. But they ha- they now have a- all the enemies in there have a special boom from the god you initially rejected. And then if you survive the room... 
you you will get the second boon. And I was like, I don't want to so do cool. that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's okay. So the first one I run into is like the worst possible combination. It's either Zeus or Aphrodite. And oh. it's like. Yeah, they're, they're both very easily jealous and mad. Exactly. There's a no win situation, you know, at least if, if it was somebody else like, you know, Hermes, it's like, oh, Hermes might get over it. I mean, sure, he'll speed up the guys, but it won't be you are now my mortal enemy forever and I'm going to murder you forever. And so, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, there, there's really no cool. right answer here. There's no <laughs> right answer here. I like it. I really do, though. Me too. Uh, depending on what buffs you have, when you unlock a new buff, the gods might comment, "Oh, so you're making fun of, uh, you're making friends with Ares, are you?" And it's like, yeah, his his marble showed up, and I like his marble. So, though I really like uh, uh, Dionysius's Dionysus, whatever. Yeah, I'm Dionysus. terrible. Yeah, you're fine. Look, um, the the way I, I put it, uh, if you don't know how to pronounce a Greek god's name, it's because you read it. And there's yeah, nothing and I wrong spent a that. lot of time in elementary school reading about the Greek gods. So, um, so it's really great because he he's one of those gods who does uh, effects, and his effect is uh, basically you drunk? cast hangover on the people, nice. and they, they do it does damage over time. And then you can get like pomegranates to level up this stuff. So his stuff's my favorite stuff. So every time I see. A, See that wine glass? I'm like making a beeline because I love inflicting hangover. The first time I killed the first boss, it was because of hangover eating <laughs> away at her. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. And the, the neat thing about that is the fact that it's, you know, taking these things, like throwing them all together uh, from what it seems like very cleverly, too. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a fan of that. I really am. Yeah, and for everybody going, oh my gosh, it sounds so boring, though. You're running the same thing over and over. No, the dungeon layout changes every time. Yeah, layout changes. So you never en- know. Enemies change, too, don't they? N- well, no. In the in the first zone, you're always going to run into this A group of enemies. Oh, you know, okay. These people in group A. And then in zone two, you'll always run into B group of but enemies. But the layout and-, and the buffs and things that you, you oh, will yeah. discover and find are all different. Different every time, though, like, like the Zeus pool is the Zeus pool. And once you really know what to expect from Zeus, you know, the only thing that really changes is the rarity and how Mm -hmm. powerful it's going to be. So you kind of get a sense of what each god gives you. Like, you know, Zeus's abilities, of course, are lightning. So you can get it to where every time you dash, lightning strikes. But I like to every time I dash, hangover strikes, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I, I can see that. That's cool, though. Yeah. It's a pretty good, uh, a fun little uh, roguelike dungeon crawler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. And uh, I haven't really connected with a roguelike before, but I, I remember everybody talking about it, and I really wanted to give it a chance, especially for the art style. Ben, mm-hmm. the art is so, it's really stark and amazing, and the fact that you get to play dress up with the house, too, <laughs> like, like. Yeah, you can buy the red roses or the blue roses, but, you know, once you unlock it, it's yours. And so then you try to color coordinate things and stuff, and it That's cool. that does nothing for the gameplay. It does nothing for gameplay, but, but it, it does, makes me happy. Yeah, it does everything for your serotonin levels. 
I got a big fancy pillow for Cerberus to lay on, and I am <laughs> thrilled. It's fancy. It's tasseled. He's no longer laying on the floor. Good. Good. Yeah. He's a good boy. He's, he is, and it implies that he's getting up there in years. So he's like an old doggo, and old doggos need all of the comforts. Yes. That Especially when you have them eating people left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of funny that you're going through, you know, a, a dungeon crawler thing kind of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. some would say maybe side scrolling, but more isometric. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's not a side scroller because there's no jumping platforms. Gotcha. And we all know how I feel about jumping mm-hmm. platforms by now. It's, it's, oh, I get mm-mm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been playing a kind of isometric, but kind of more side scroller. I wouldn't call it a dungeon crawler, though. Um, I would call it an arcade beat 'em up game. Yeah, arcade beat 'em ups. Yeah. I like those. Is it the um, is it the one with Shaggy and um, and like Jake and and the Crystal Gems and all them? No. Okay, because I've been hearing like Shaggy's really OP in that game because oh, they I don't made even it know for what the game meme. You're talking about so. Oh, oh yeah. no, you're. Okay, you're talking like uh, the Smash Brothers thing that came out for yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, no, not that at all. No, um, I'm talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. So wait, wait, Ben, Ben, yeah, we're talking about me playing an older game, and that's like a year or two. It might be pre-Pammy, but I'm not sure. How old is this game? Like a month. Oh, oh, I was thinking about the really old arcade no. game with the one in the, the stand up, you know? Yeah, and you... no. And that's the thing is, is like this completely captures that sort of feeling from mm-hmm. the original arcade game as well as like Turtles in Time, like all those those old Turtles beat em up games that, that came out. It's even got like the same graphical style and everything. Um, it's a you can have a couch co-op, you can have uh, Internet co-op and everything up to six players. Now you're thinking... Wait a minute. Co-op. I the, miss couch co-op. The, the turtles are four. How can there be six? They also have April O'Neil and Splinter as playable characters. Oh, but not Casey Jones? He's Where's unlockable. Love? After you oh, beat okay. the story mode, he's your okay, seventh I was gonna option. Say, I was going to say, man, we need love for Casey Jones. Yeah, he's not always the best character, but... Some of his iterations are really cute and himbo-ish, and he deserves oh, totally. the love. Yeah. yeah. But so Nevermore and I, we started playing this. Um, so of course. first of all, if you have Game Pass, it's on Game Pass. So like, I didn't pay a dime for it if you don't count the subscription for Game Pass. I should get Game Pass. I really should. But every time I think about it, I was like, oh, wait, but I want to buy Hades, and it's $15. So <laughs> I get it. And well, the only reason that I have Game Pass right now is because... When I bought my Xbox, I did the deal where it's, you know, you get the Xbox and Game Pass and it's a two year thing and then everything's yours at the end. Anyways, um, but so, you know, I downloaded it. I'm like, hey, you want to play? And she was all over that. She's a she's a big Donatello fan. So I'm like, OK, great. He's my favorite turtle, too. But I love you so you can play Donatello. Uh, so I grabbed Leonardo, even though he's not my favorite. But, you know, he has a little bit of a reach and everything. So I'm like, great. We started playing through the story mode and because there's story mode, there's arcade mode. Arcade mode actually limits you with live story mode. Doesn't, you know, just go through, have fun, whatever. And it's, it's, it's the old games. It's exactly what you're thinking it, it would be. Go around, you beat up like foot soldiers who are just randomly coming on screen, who are doing things, who like, 
you know, drive a motorcycle across the screen. You have a little warning. There's the pizza that you get that, uh, you know, recharges your life. Do they put the pizzas in places to lure you and trap so you will die in the level? Of course. Thank you. That is like Ninja Turtle game 101 there. Uh, They have, you know, uh, foot clans who who jump up out of the sewer with the, 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 manhole and then throw it at you you fall in and it has this Ooh, who turned out the lights and like all that like it is nostalgia like you done hit perfectly through the floor with the bow um i don't think so because it's it's not it's not the original to... original turtles yeah game. yeah but you could do that in the original original turtles game and it was so fun to cheese it mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, you stick with the bow staff and you just kill them above you before you even go to that floor. Oh, which is fantastic. But yeah. Yeah. Now, since this is the side scroller arcade, beat him up doesn't play into it. But I mean, we, we've been having a blast running through mm-hmm. that. I think we've gone through like maybe five or six levels or something like that. Um, the weird thing is, it's like, I mean, first of all, it has the loosest like storytelling ever. It's like, oh, no. The bad guys kidnap someone or whatever, and then that's it. And then, you know, you have to go and chase them and stuff like hey, that. Hey, sometimes you don't need details. Especially oh, yeah, no, I'm not when, complaining. I'm not complaining about it. When you're a pizza-loving reptile who lives in the sewers. No, are they reptiles or amphibians? Tortoises are reptiles. Turtles are amphibians. Okay. Yeah, My bad. Amphibians. They are amphibians. Yeah. But, uh, so it's like, oh, no, someone's been kidnapped or whatever. So, you know, you go through. The story mode has a world map. Which really doesn't do anything. It's, you know, you just drive the, the turtle van from one dot to another dot. That turtle bus, doesn't man. Doesn't mean anything. Talk about a low-key, low-profile car. Oh, yeah. And I wanted the toy so much when I was a kid. Never got it, though. But, um, yeah, you go through. They even have levels where you're, like, Maybe you know, on the skateboards, uh, you know, just going along and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had one where we're on hoverboards flying around because, you know, that's a thing. And I mean, it, it is the old arcade games just brought back and it's, it's, it's a really fun bit of nostalgia. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, we've, we've been having a lot of fun with that. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. Yay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We, we used to play those Ninja Turtle games on the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo and mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, the Mini Mart had a like the Simpsons fighting game for a while yes. and then the Turtles game for a while and the it was X-Men so fun. The X-Men one was the best. Oh man, that X-Men game. Killer oh, stuff. Yeah. So for uh Bandcamp back in, you know, in elementary mm-hmm. school and stuff like that. Um so in Bandcamp at the end of the summer it was always a hey, we're going to go to Sunsplash Golflands, you know, big huge trip and everything. And so one day I had a whole bunch of, 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 you know, change. My friend did too. And we parked ourselves after, you know, swimming and, and going down the water slides and having fun yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Parked ourselves in front of that X-Men machine, tossed in so many quarters, like just, just tossed them in so that yeah. we didn't have to keep, you know, put one in, push start, put one in, push start. We just threw a whole bunch in, hit start a whole bunch. So we had a whole bunch of lives. We ended up with, this is one of the, the, the six player ones. And so it was full and there were six of us going through on this, you know, Double sided mm-hmm. machine. We're we're getting to the point. Paying the electric bill for the whole building. Oh yeah, exactly. That day. Yeah. But we were having a blast going through. I was Nightcrawler. I was having a, just a ton of fun. And then it was time for the bus to leave, and we were at Magneto. <gasps> and 
we had to leave. I never beat the stupid thing. And we were right there. Like, give us five more minutes and we probably would have just, mm-hmm. you know, beat the whole game and everything. And I was just, oh, uh, it was, it was paid, heartbreaking. Yes. Absolute heart heartbreaking. So, one of these days, I'll have to go back through and play that again. So, they need what they need to do is they need to put it on something where we can all play again. That'd be great. Yeah, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll even let you be Nightcrawler. Because I don't uh, even like being Nightcrawler. I like Wolverine, but that's okay. <laughs> Everybody likes Wolverine. I know. But... No, I had to be Nightcrawler because, you know, it was one of the ones that was open. And I, I yep. yeah, it's like I didn't really want to be Colossus. Uh, didn't really want to be Storm. Nightcrawler, I'm like, hey, and he's a cool looking dude. He teleports and his special move where he like just kind of jets around the whole screen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Does some pretty, pretty, uh, uh, you know, good damage, knocks out a bunch of people and stuff. So I'm like, yeah, I'll go with him. So, yeah, but that, oh, it's a fun game. You don't have a lot of, like, side-scrolling beat-em-up games anymore. No, you really don't. Not anymore. Yeah, ever since the arcade kind of died where, like, because the whole point of that is just to steal all your money. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you can do it at home, it's not as big a deal because you can just start over. Yeah, yeah, especially especially with the lack of couch co-op in games. Mm-hmm. It's all online and I, I don't like that. You know, I mean, I like playing online with my friends. Don't get oh, me yeah. wrong, but couch co-op is special. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons why I was having a lot of fun playing it with Nevermore. Yeah. Just, I would have liked to play it with more people. But, uh, hey, the two of us live together. And, frankly, we only have two controllers. So <laughs> I'm not going to go and grab a whole bunch of randos off the street and say, you want to come over and play Turtles? No. <laughs> that's weird, man. It is. It really is. But yeah. Uh, anything else that you've been playing or, or watching or anything that you want to uh, uh, oh, toss I've been out doing, there? I've been doing a bunch of stuff lately. Where, where did that? Oh, there it is. <laughs> okay. So I've been doing a paint by numbers, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's something to do with your hands and it's fun and all of that. But that's not the point because I can't show that to our listeners. Uh, just know it's coming along really It's looking really good. I've seen it. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't look a thing like the painting it's supposed to. Doesn't I, I finally looked up the actual painting. It's and, your yeah. own interpretation of it. It, it. No, it's this computer's algorithms. It is, it is a mixture of you, your talent, and a computer. Yes. But what I've been doing is during this, I've been uh, listening to the Dimension 20 uh, shows and I, I started listening to the unsleeping city and I'm on part two now. Oh, yeah, yeah. So a, I've been doing a lot of painting. That means and <laughs> b, oh my gosh, there's so many. Brennan Lee Mulligan is a really good dungeon master. Yes, he is. And if you've only watched Critical Role, you might know him from Alexandria Unlimited Calamity, and you can really see just. How insane he is, though, in his own show, Dimension 20, where he just, he's nuts. I'm going to oh, kill yeah. your dog is a line he said. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they all get angry at him and they all start screaming at him, you know, calling him names and stuff, which you'd think would be, like, horrible. But they're all really, really close friends. So, you know, when they're all calling him a, a jerk and, tell, uh, you know, lose screaming, call Wizards of the Coast because this is illegal and stuff <laughs> like that. And he's just laughing because he's picking up literal handfuls of dice. Mm-hmm. Like, 
yeah, he he is notoriously good mm-hmm. at everything yeah. he does with DMing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've been able to watch, um, you know, like one full season of Dimension Twenty, and I've I've uh, you know, seen one? a couple episodes of. Yeah, I've only gone through one full, but I've started uh, Starstruck, which is pretty great. Um, Starstruck's amazing. Ah, oh, I love Starstruck. Yeah, I've seen a couple episodes of uh, the Unsleeping City. I've seen, uh, like, I think two or three episodes of uh, the Candy, whatever it was, Candy Kingdom. Yeah, Candy Hush Kingdom. Of candy. Yeah. So, like, you know, I've seen little bits of him here and there, just trying to get you know ideas from him, and just you know, seeing different environments and styles and how he plays uh, differently and stuff. And he is definitely one of the DMs that I wish I could be like, because he he's, is he's, so fast. He is yeah. so great at just like, like he is an orator. Like he, he can speak on anything, describe anything, and mm-hmm. also just very quickly come up with any response to what someone gives him. And I mean, that's pretty great. And he has to sometimes because Allie Beardsley runs rolls these nat 20s in these very important story moments. Mm-hmm. And like during Unsleeping City 2, they rolled one and it is like the only reason I'm okay with this role is because I have 5 days off to rewrite the rest of my campaign. Yeah. That's how that kind of comes mm-hmm. out sometimes when you're a DM. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean a nat twenty not supposed to happen there, but did. <laughs> That's pretty great though. Yeah, it is really great. I love how he rolls with it. He's just so excited. He mm-hmm. he's so enthusiastic about things, and I really love that. I love seeing somebody so happy about what they're doing. And and in Calamity, you could see a lot of that excitement, you know, as he's murdering all the PCs. And <laughs> but he's he is infinitely friend-shaped. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, A, double betrayal, and B, you're like, he's not that bad. He's so friend-shaped. And then he's like, I'm Asmodeus, the Lord of Lies. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but, and it's like, oh. But the thing is, is you walk in accepting that and loving that about him. Just oh, yeah. everything. You just know that it's going to be, oh, yeah. Um, Like, he's, I think, the one of the best examples of... um collaborative storytelling but he has the beginning framework that seems like he's against the players but he is their greatest advocate and oh yeah breaks rules left and right and bends them to you know like move the story along in really fun interesting and cool ways yeah i just watched him give somebody okay roll an insight or history check okay you failed that so roll the other one (laughs) <laughs> okay you failed that all right roll an investigation <laughs> like really trying to throw him a bone here and they're like rolling a six each time and it's like he's like well i've done everything i can sorry <laughs> <laughs> you think that's interesting the end yep pretty much uh, all right yeah, oh yeah but what i really love about him is if if you open that door to a certain shenanigan mm-hmm You've got to realize as a player, you're opening it the other way for him, too. Mm -hmm. So he's just like, oh, okay. So is that 
what we're going to do now. And then all the players freeze because they realize they've they've done something dumb and <laughs> and they'll try to take it back. He's like, no, 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 I'm allowing this. I'm just making sure that this rule is clear to all of us now. <laughs> and I love when that happens because he's just like, oh, is, is this how we're going to play it now? Oh, OK, then then that's how we're going to play it now. And I hope I hope we all have fun. Yeah, it, and I gotta say, it's it's neat. He's it is neat. His space combat in Starstruck is amazing. Yeah, just just from the first episode that I've seen of it, mm-hmm. I am drawn in. It, mm-hmm. And like that was one of those space things. Shenanigans is so fun, and this is the most motley crew in Starstruck oh, of yeah. space shenanigans havers. But like. The thing is, is, you know, he starts off that, you know, gives his little, you know, monologue about the world and everything that they're living in and then just has them roll initiative. Like, mm-hmm. that's how the whole first session starts. And everyone's like, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. And like the, his introduction of everybody, you know, with like basically, you know, flashbacks with everybody, then moving forward to the point in time where they mm-hmm. are now and stuff is great. And I mean, he embraces different character traits that people have and just you know really runs with them and stuff i mean he, he's amazing he does such a such a great job and what i really like about the way he his style is is that if if a pc says something that isn't explicitly in their backstory he just rolls with it now mm-hmm. it's canon the end i don't need to nitpick that and and yeah. i really admire how it, it, whatever that made up thing is it will usually come back later. There will be a callback or it will become a plot point or something. Because mm-hmm. like in the Unsleeping City, there was this one-off joke. You take the L train and you end up in the land of no- land of dreaming, the land of Nod. And everybody laughs. But then later, they took the L train to the <laughs> land of dreaming. <laughs> well, it's- and it was actually a really intense battle going on. Where a wizard was trying to make the train run on time. And in New York, that's nearly an impossible feat. So you can imagine <laughs> how tense it was with with this all-powerful wizard in the background casting these spells as they're being mobbed on by monsters. That's pretty great. I mean, yeah. it. <laughs> the, the one thing that I can think of is just, and very, very slight spoilers for Fantasy High, but there's a character in there who... He's adopted and he's trying to Mm -hmm. find his dad. And then it turns into this fantastic, just running joke the rest of the time or the the rest of the season to the point where this character rolls a one on something. And then (laughs) Brennan's just all like, you know, you think it's probably impossible, but you're not proud of this and you're not proud of this. (laughs) But you just think for a second, am I my own dad? There's the slightest possibility that you are your own dad. <laughs> and he has an existential crisis. I've, somebody animated that and they animated where everybody else was during that moment. Because there was a fight going on, while, you know, that some of the characters were involved in. But it was a house party mm-hmm. and he was playing the drums at the house party. And just everybody was laughing so hard that the person who animated it just had them all in the middle of the... Th- fight pounding on the floor laughing so hard and crying and everybody else is confused because it's like why did everything stop why are you doing this and because it was a 
that nat one was amazing mm-hmm. and i love how he'll just take that and go oh no i'm sorry uh it's not that he punishes them for it but he he'll create this little story moment he'll, he'll give you a chance to have a little moment of realization like yeah nat 20s are really cool and and you know all of that but but it's what they do with the nat ones that'll really mm-hmm. show you how on top of things because you know I don't think anybody should be necessarily punished unless they're doing something really out there. Like the time I tried to talk a lock into opening. I mean, I rolled like a 22, but nothing happened. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So it's really fun. And, you know, you compose him or you contrast him with like, say, Matt Mercer or Abria. Or, or any of the number of other DMs you can watch. And it's just, it's just fun to see how we're all playing the same game, mm-hmm. but it's all so different. Oh, yeah. I mean, be, between Abria, between Matt, between Brennan, or, or like B-Dave, or anybody else mm-hmm. who's out there. Like, everybody has their own style of doing stuff. Um, the one common thread through all of them is that they're all so happy and excited to be there and are working with their players to tell a story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the adversarial um, DMs. The ones who are like, uh, if you win, I lose, so you can't win. Yeah, exactly. And that's just not fun to play, and it's really not fun to watch when, mm-hmm. you know, you're painting. I don't want to stop my painting and be yelling at the screen. Yeah, exactly. This ain't a sport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it it's really neat, and I love the fact that there's different facets of storytelling in that sense. And mm-hmm. it, I mean, it, heck, it's one of the reasons why I DM because I tell stories a different way than all of them do, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just fun getting together with friends and and uh, playing around with different tropes and stories, and just to kind of seeing what happens. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, like in the Unsleeping City, it's so funny. Uh, there's this guy. He's a paladin, but he's in New York City. Mm-hmm. So he can't be running around in plate armor. So so they just have an agreement that, yeah, you're in plate all the time. You have the stats for plate. The end. Yeah. That's it. That's a good and, way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like seeing how people will bend and change things and, and make them more fun. Yeah. Speaking of bending things and mm-hmm. changing things, so I okay, you've played a whole bunch of different like you know kind of phone games, mobile games, and everything like that. It's something I've usually stayed away from. Yeah, I have like five on my phone right now there's, because I can't decide. There's one that I I kind of picked up that I can't with good conscience recommend. Mm-hmm. But I've been playing. Ben, what are you playing? <laughs> well, I've been playing Disney's Mirrorverse. So okay, I don't know if you know anything about this. Like this was I've introduced seen to me an like ad or two, but yeah, I first learned about it like a year ago in Target because I saw toys. It was like you know just Disney characters mm-hmm. that toys, and they were dressed wearing different things and you know kind of looked different. I'm like, oh, what's going on with this? And basically, it's. The best way you can put it is like kind of Disney's multiverse. You know, it's like different versions of the characters that you know. And mm-hmm. it's like this really very simplistic like combat game. And, you know, you, you go through and you unlock different characters. But 
you need to level them up and they need to get better and they need to rank up and like all the stuff like everything's entirely free unless you want to put money into it which which I, means they they do as much as they can to get you to put money into it yeah um i don't want to put money into it so i'm definitely not playing it like a ton and stuff but there is you know like an energy thing um where you know you only are able to play a certain amount of time before you run out of energy and all this stuff there's, there's like crafting. and you gotta get like probably different versions of the same character to oh, level yeah. up that one ca- exactly okay. but yeah. multiple versions of the same one to rank them up to the next one mm-hmm. so they can level another 10 levels and stuff like that yeah um, so even if you get the super special rare it turns out you need to spend another 600 dollars to get enough to rank her up or whatever eh, kind of something like that but yeah um the the thing is though is that if you don't really engage with it a whole lot it's okay um again i can't with good conscience say hey everybody you need to play this because basically you're just hitting a button on your screen a whole bunch and moving people around and stuff but it, it comes down to um there's different guardians that you can get which are like the different characters um there's four different classes there's melee mm-hmm. range tank and healer and like some of them are really cool and like oh that totally makes sense some of them aren't there's a really loosely crappy story that's involved and there's like 500 different types of currencies that you need to like level up and and rank up and level up yeah, talents obs- and like all yeah, this stuff yeah. so like again overall not really that great but i mean i'm i'm i guess the best way to put it is is i'm killing time with it so you're yeah. worth better than that yeah but you know if i am just trying to kill time and have nothing going on it's not bad but i've actually without spending a dime i've unlocked a whole bunch of the characters um so like right now in my top three because you get three as you progress you you unlock like first it's mm-hmm. one person and then you can have two on at the same time and then three um so i run with a tank a healer and a ranged because the ranged is merida and she's like the best disney princess that there is Mm-hmm. Um, and then my healer is Ian Lightfoot from Onward. So mm. like, you know, the Tom yeah. Holland. It was great. Yeah. And then my tank is Sully from Monsters Incorporated. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. And I just realized all three of them are Pixar. Like I'm not even playing technically Disney characters if you want to split it up. No, 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 no. Uh, Pixar didn't do Brave. That's yes, Disney. they did. No, Pixar did Brave. I guarantee you. Okay. It is my favorite Disney or Pixar movie. I know it's Pixar. You can look it up and everything. Um, But like I've unlocked uh, like Stitch. I have uh, Jack Sparrow. I've got Rapunzel, Snow White, Scrooge McDuck, like a bunch of different characters and everything. But I'm, you know, I'm I'm not actually playing with more than just the three because I don't You're right. That wasn't Disney's in-house. I was listening, but I'm, I'm just admitting to everybody I did look it up. And yeah. Because, you know, Disney releases the Pixar movies, but mm-hmm. Disney also has its own in-house animations. Mm-hmm. And I really thought uh, Disney was brave. Nope. So, my bad. There you go, guys. I was wrong. No worries. Um, but anyway, so, like, you know, I've been having fun. And the thing that I think is the coolest about this is, like, I almost recommend either just going online to see the different characters and just their customizations and how they look. Mm-hmm. Just because they look really cool, you know, as, like, kind of battle decked out characters like like ariel looks really cool she's got like this kind of like toga looking thing going on with like this crown and she's got a uh like a spear that she uses and stuff um 
you know, Anna from <laughs> from Frozen just looks really cool. She's got like plate armor and a giant sword and everything. Uh, I'm holding up my phone as I'm going through and looking at all this stuff. Um, but like Scrooge McDuck has like this weird like steampunk backpack rocket thing going on and everything. And just, yeah, there's there's interesting stuff to see and everything. The game sucks, but eh, whatever. It's It's been free. I haven't done anything with it. Other than just, you know, kind of jumping in, doing random stuff. And it's it's not bad for free. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if you do like it and you throw a bunch of money at it, that is entirely up to you. But uh, I got to say, um, seeing Baloo with a, a shield that's a, a tire from the Sea Duck and like a broken propeller as his weapon. Kind of cool. Mm. Yeah, it, looks, it sounds dark and gritty. Kind of. Yeah, I mean, not everything needs to go that direction, but I'm not going to bash people who like it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. And like it, the the thing starts out with like, you know, Maleficent being the big bad and everything. Mm-hmm. She's but, always the the villain dude. Yeah, but she's on my team now and like it it's just it, the story is just so loosely based on anything and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, but yeah, overall, it's just this and the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, come on, story writers, get with it. <laughs> yeah, well, believe it or not, like this has more of a story than Ninja Turtles. Maybe I, I'm oh, I barely believe reading it. it. I believe it. Yeah. yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's just better if you don't read the story. Exactly. But yeah, it's just one of those things where, like I said, character design is really cool and interesting on these on you know these classic characters that you've known mm-hmm. for forever. Um. I would say check it out just for that. Don't play it. <laughs> Ben's suggestion for Box Fort. Go look at the art. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, seriously, they they look kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Ben, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, you know, even though it's not like a super fun, engaging game, I'm glad you're having fun in it, man. Yeah, you know, it's got its own thing going on. And mm-hmm. assuming this website doesn't start with music playing, I'm going to see if I can find a thing that shows just some of the characters. So I can link it to you so you can see them. Uh, let's go through all of them. I'll yeah, check it out later when we're not recording a show. Oh, uh, good point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this page doesn't even have all the different characters on it, but like uh, you can get like Oogie Boogie as your tank if you wanted to. Just, well, yeah. or if you had the money or the luck, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I randomly got him. Uh, Baymax is, I think, one of the characters. Like, he might be a tank, but he should totally be a healer. I don't know. Maybe oh, yeah. he's a healer. Yeah. Maybe maybe it depends on his outfit. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, like, like Tron is a new character that they have in there. It's like, they're really pulling. It's kind of odd. But okay, I've Tron. never seen Tron. Is there a guy really called Tron in Tron? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he he fights for the users. Well, I know that part because I saw Reboot, but, um, (laughs) same thing. Uh, (laughs) I just didn't think there was a guy called Tron in Tron. Yeah, no, he's he's a security program that uh, Alan makes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So so you haven't seen the original or the new one nope. or the cartoon, nope. anything like that? Nope. Okay. We're... So, reboot. That that show that was really early computer graphics. Yeah, no, Reboot and it was, was great. shockingly well written. Even looking back on it, the art may be cringe, but the story is solid. Yeah. And then, like, later seasons where, like, what, Enzo was grown up and everything. And mm-hmm. then. Because he was kidnapped by the bad guy. Yeah. 
Like, there's a lot of stuff going on mm-hmm. with that. But uh, yeah. no, we need to have like a watch party for original Tron and then Tron Legacy. Like Tron Legacy is one of my favorite movies of all time. And mm. a lot of people don't like it as much. That's fine. I don't care. It, like visually, it's stunning. I thought it had a cool story to it. And I love that movie. I like hands down. So, yeah, at some point, we're going to have to have, like, a watch party with the two of us of Tron and Tron Sleep Legacy. over in the box forts, guys! Yeah! We'll get a little projector to shine on the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, well, we might have to get a sheet because the walls are brown. Yeah, that's fine. We'll figure it out. But, yeah. Yes! Awesome. Um, let's see. I mean, I mean, I, I do have a, another couple things if you want, but, uh, oh, and it turns out Baymax is actually a tank, not a healer. That's really weird. He should be both, depending on if you squish his little squishy body into armor or not. You know, the new Baymax shorts on Disney Plus are actually really cute. I'll just throw that out there. Um, I know. Yet. I haven't had a chance. Guys, it is it is summer. God, I mean, seriously. There's no time what for the anything. heck happens? I always think, oh, okay, it, it's the holidays that are going to be difficult. Because, again, it's like I'm baking 24-7 while doing all that family stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I'm cards and I'm wrapping and I'm just, you know, the whole, the whole mom thing during the holidays. That's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I seem to have, like I said, I, I, I have these boundaries and I don't cross them and I, I'm not allowed to, you know, you know, I don't allow things. But in the summer, just, just, I don't know what happens. It's just everything's everywhere all at once. It's all happening at the same time in the summer. Yeah. Well, and usually the summer is when, like, everything's in reruns. There's nothing new coming out except for, like, summer blockbusters in the theaters. Oh, I'm sorry. With with Only Murders in the Building and then the Vampire Show and then... Usually that's what happens. But ever Mm -hmm. since streaming services have started, you know, becoming everywhere... What we do in the shadows. Why can I never remember that? Because it's a long title. And that's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a great show, though. It's It's funny. Yeah, they, like the I original movie was great, and then they're like, hey, let's make a show. And it's not even the same people. No, they're entirely different, but that makes it great. Exactly. Oh, man, the Vampire Council, when they all showed up, just oh, mm-hmm. it's still one of the best episodes with all mm-hmm. the vampires from, like, everything. Oh, I loved it. Oh, good show. Good show. Yeah. Um, speaking of good shows, though, I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm gonna just totally, like, steal this again. Um, Do it! So I know that you you're busy. You haven't watched everything that's out there because I know I, I definitely have haven't either. I have not gotten a chance, man. Um, I just want to go off on, uh, well, not go off on, but um, sing the Praise. praises of yes, uh, Miss Marvel. Like, so all okay. my friends are mad. I haven't seen that either. I'm not mad. I understand. Okay. It's fine. All my friends are irritate. I'm not even that. I'm, I'm just. I want to sing the praises of it because I I really enjoyed it. First of all, um. It's a fantastic comic if you haven't read mm-hmm. it. Like uh, Kamala is a great addition to the Marvel comic universe. Absolutely love it. But uh, the Miss Marvel show, I wasn't sure on the first episode if I was going to fully like it because it was super like like ADD, flashy things going off all the time and stuff. Like, oh, okay, I and, can't watch that with Thrax. It'll drive me crazy. Yeah it it was one of those. I don't know if I can watch this. It I mean. Look, I, I'm of the mind of that there are 
uh, shows that I am the audience for. There are shows that I am not the audience for. And yeah. it's perfectly fine. Things are made for different people. Yeah. So watching that, I'm like, okay, I like the character in the comics. I'm going to go ahead and just, you know, I'll check out episode two. If it gets like way too flashy, all that stuff for me again, it's like it might not be the thing for me. Mm-hmm. Second episode. Yeah, I usually give things three episodes. Yeah. And then. By then, it's a fair shake. And by then, it's halfway through the season because it's only six episodes. So, yeah, you really mm-hmm. know. But by second episode, none of that. Like, it, it's barely there. And it, it's perfectly fine. And then you kind of move forward with, you know, the rest of the the, the story and the series and everything. Um, there's a couple things about this show that I just have to praise and that I absolutely love. And it's the fact that they really didn't – at least okay – as a white guy, a, a white male who, like, apparently society loves, obviously I don't have the connection to, well, anything out of my realm. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's just how I was You don't know what it's like to be a teenage girl. Yeah, I don't know what it's like to be a teenage girl. But even more so, I don't know what it's like to be a teenage Muslim girl. You yeah. know, I was raised differently. But it, from my point of view, from what I've seen, it doesn't look like they shied away from any of that in the series which i appreciate yeah, they so much they really didn't in the comics yeah like at all exactly what am and, I, and, and, just, and being able to take you know that experience from the comics and put it on the screen into like mm-hmm. a more mainstream media of it mm-hmm. i really appreciated that and i think it it helped a lot because it defines so much of who uh, uh kamala is in the show and in the comics yeah and i really think that uh like even if I like seeing stories from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because a lot of media isn't geared toward the ladies. Uh, it is geared toward, like you said, white dudes. Yeah. But, um, you know, it never hurts to see a story from a different perspective at all. Yeah. Otherwise, you just culture, have the same. Just... Yeah. Otherwise, you just have the same ideas over and over and over again. But, you know, uh, like in, in the comic books, something they did is uh, she uh kamala was a huge fan of carol danvers Mm -hmm. and she was like really upset that she didn't run around in those in the 80s outfit with the leotard and the boots anymore so that's the first outfit she picked was carol danvers in the leotards and boots and then she realized what a pain that was like how difficult (laughs) was because carol danvers can fly yeah let's be honest nobody's wearing six inch stiletto boots that ain't flying yeah but um, so a couple things. If you're going into it expecting, you know, complete comic accuracy, it oh, is yeah, no. very different. You can't. Um, well, a big part of it is they they changed her powers. Well, they they had to because they had to change how she got them. So yeah, but the the thing is, is that I know that a lot of people like are always pissed about that. But the entire point is, is that they've taken like the essence of it and turned it into mm-hmm. something different, and it's worked out really well. Like I've, yeah. I've, I've, you know, really enjoyed it as well as you, you get her catchphrase that she has like by the sixth episode, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but the story of why she has them, where she has them. I mean, it's, it's the entire six episode arc is you go through and learn a whole lot about her and her culture and um, like the, the past uh, with India and Pakistan. And there's so much going on with that, that mm-hmm. it, it is, really one of the best like origin stories to you know some of the mcu and 
you get to understand her and know her so much better than you do some of the other characters that are oh yeah 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 definitely and you can't have a one-to-one with a comic book conversion to the screen Mm -hmm. exactly you like can't i mean it's ridiculous comic books are ridiculous and that's why i love them so (laughs) much it's because they're insane it's like I love those little editor's notes that they'll put in a panel. Ah, yes. See Gambit and the Externals number three for, for what this yeah, for little the full joke's story referencing. And stuff. Gambit and the Externals happened in the 90s, dude. So you literally have to go to a comic, mm-hmm. like, to find this. You can't. It's out of print. And But, you know, I happen to yeah, know still that referencing reference. It. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw one that said, see Inferno, and I went, that was in the 80s. That was a huge <laughs> multi-book event. And you're just going to flitter it out there mm-hmm. like that? Like, see Inferno? See Inferno! There are two... I have two massive books of Inferno on my shelves right now. It's like, there is no seeing Inferno. That is like a two-hour read. And it's still condensed. It has like those pages that are like, okay... We're not going to print this, these books where this stuff happened, because each paragraph is a different book, and it's only like four lines. So here's the condensed version, <laughs> and it just throws it all at you. Yeah. So. But anyways. Oh, sorry. I oh, slammed my leg. I hope you feel better. Um, But going back to Miss Marvel, though. Um, See Inferno. I just. <laughs> I love the character development and mm-hmm. uh, the actress like just totally embodies her perfectly because she's a huge MCU fan already mm-hmm. before she got cast. And I mean, that's th- cute. It, it, that's it's like- adorable. Like I've seen interviews with her where now granted I tweeted a little while ago, how I'm tired of like Buzzfeed interviews with actors and actresses yeah, about ben, how like, yeah. Ben, are you okay? Cause that, that was really gatekeepy of you and you're it not wasn't, usually like no it's that. not gatekeepy it's just i don't understand why the actors and actresses who don't care about that stuff why they're constantly being given quizzes where they don't know the answers like i it's, just it's think, because they have to promote the thing that they're being i understand that they're promoting it it's just to me it's just kind of awkward and cringy for them and i don't think it serves a purpose like how is that gatekeeping though like that's what because, I want to know the answer. Because just because they're not a, a a fan who knows all of the minutia of it doesn't mean that they can't still have fun taking a quiz. It doesn't mean that other people aren't curious about what did, what would the actor who plays Billy okay. get in the jazz. It, it's just as somebody who's gatekeeped a lot in her interests and stuff, stuff like that just always puts my back up. Okay, I don't see it as gatekeeping to say, you know you don't need to ask the actors these questions. Like I, they I don't I, a, a lot of questions don't need to be yeah. asked. I agree. But I mean, See, I, still I think, think it's, it's fun. I think it's the other way around of them asking, um, okay, well in this movie, what line was this or whatever? And if they don't know the answer to me, that's more gatekeeping than saying, Hey, just don't do these quizzes. I, I think it's cute. Cause the kids always have fun. When they do the little quizzes and they like comparing the answers and stuff. And I think it's adorable. I've seen well, some of those buzz Again, things. it depends on who it is. If it's the an actor or actress who knows them. Like Tom Holland's perfect for this because he, he loves this stuff. 
Like See, this and, is the, and no, no, this is there's the, the ones where I'm having the issue with is where you ask Harrison Ford who shot first, Han or Greedo, and he's all, I don't care. It's like that sort of stuff. I'm like, don't do that. That's on Harrison Ford. That isn't on the people asking. That's on Harrison Ford. Okay. That I, that is Harrison Ford being curmudgeonly, and you know it's true because that man he's just like whatever about yeah, everything. And I know granted, that that it's just an example that I have of it, it's it's that sort of stuff like this. I've seen a lot of different BuzzFeed interviews where they just they don't know they don't care about the questions they're not even trying. It's like they go in there and they see it as a waste of time. It's that's what I I'm not happy yeah, about. But, BuzzFeed has a contract. These people have a contract. They can't just scrap it. And I'm not saying it's only of... BuzzFeed. I, no, no, I'm no. Just... But I'm just saying, like, in, in your example, you know, they 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 can't just turn off the, oh, okay, well, you're being a jerk about this, this freaking uh, press junket you're on to uh, promote your movie. I mean... The actors look bad there, but I think that is necessary, too. Okay. I don't think they should be able to be excused because they're like, I don't care who shot first. God, you're a nerd. And it's like, well, that just makes you look bad because you're here promoting Star Wars. We're talking about Star Wars. You are in a multi-billion dollar contract, or million dollar really, contract to to talk up Star Wars and, and you're going to be a jerk about it? Come on. Okay. Well, again, going back to like MCU stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, depending on who's who the questions are asking and the people who are actually having fun with it, I'm all for. I think that's great. But I guess it's gatekeeping to think that someone who doesn't want to answer questions shouldn't be asked questions. I think it's uh, unrealistic expectation there to expect everybody to be into it as you are. No, and I'm not even if, expecting if, that. If they, I'm, I'm saying that, yeah, they're jerks for not being enthusiastic about their I'm not even saying they're job. being jerks. I'm... No, no, no. But, but come on. Tanking an interview sucks for everybody. It sucks for the people who are interviewing them. And it sucks for the people who are paying the actors you know, I mean, that's just an attitude problem to me. And, and, and it's not even the attitude. Look, I guess I'm, we, I'm we horrible just, at I'm horrible at describing this. It's no, no, no. We're the, just the people we're just who not are, seeing eye to eye. That's all, dude. Yeah, that's all. We're just not seeing eye to eye. It's not a big deal. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Okay. I just I you know me. I don't gatekeep. I don't want to gatekeep. I don't see it as gatekeeping. So I'm trying to understand what I'm doing wrong about this. No, no, it's just like people who are unenthusiastic about their their interview, that's like an entirely different problem to me. And when they when they sit there and go, I don't know, I don't care, that's not that's not like BuzzFeed's fault or CNN's fault or anybody else's fault. That's the actor's fault. And that's them just being a butt. <laughs> that's just them being a butt okay there's but just no other way I'm not for me even, to express that again the harrison ford was a bad example i'm going yeah, off yeah of, but he's he's a known curmudgeon I, okay but again i'm going off of they they're asked a whole bunch of like very detailed questions and you know they're not being jerks about it they're not you know there's oh uh, is it's 
um, Captain America, you know, when they don't know, they're just throwing out guesses, trying to play along, trying to do this, but you can tell that it's just, it's hitting the wrong audience. It's like, um, I want to show ballet to, uh, someone who doesn't like ballet. And this is what I'm doing. This is, this is our entire time that we have together. It's just, they're well, in they the agreed movie. To go. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying they agreed to go. So it's off your hands if they're going to be a butt about it. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> Anyways, Miss Marvel's awesome and you need to check it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's cool. I just saw the, the Doctor Strange movie. So I'm a bit behind the whole Marvel that's thing. That's okay, though. That one's still that a lot a- of fun. That was a lot of fun. The ending was, again, so comic book. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So comic book. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, ah, uh-huh, that's funny. <laughs> There's so much to talk about in that movie, but we're already running late. So <laughs> yeah. Plus, you know, there is some stuff in there that if people haven't seen it yet, I don't want to break it for them because there's some mm-hmm. surprises that happen. Yeah. Although, oh, sorry. A, an entire universe where you're paint, that is really interesting. That is really interesting, and it sounds kind of painful. Yeah, I want to know how some of that stuff works. <laughs> yeah, how does physics work there? How do you, like, like, it was really neat in the splash through, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's like, what if you're stuck there? And then they implied that she was stuck there for a bit. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. But the, the so thing, how did that work? The thing that I think is the most interesting, though, is that they do change along with it when they go into mm-hmm, the universe. Because mm-hmm. imagine if you were just like, I'm a normal person in paint world. Is there air? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, yeah, I'm going to die for the paint fuse. <laughs> yeah. like, like what happens if you jump into a world that like the, the atmosphere is primarily, I don't know, carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, it's interesting. Anyways, the whole concept and idea of the multiverse is something that is so exciting and fun. And And so comic book. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I think Loki did a great job of opening up, like, just possibilities to really kind of give people an idea of, like, oh, it really is anything. I really expected this movie to pick up from Loki, because that's what... I did, too. Yeah. That was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah, that part was a little bit. But... Hey, at least we got a season two of Loki. was too strong of a word, and I should not have used it, by the way. Well, no, someone said the same thing on Twitter, and I still didn't get it, so don't worry about mm-hmm. it. I. That's why on Twitter, it's not a place to actually have discussions. That's why I wanted to have no, a discussion it isn't. with you. It isn't. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm sorry. It was just the first word that popped in my head, and it just occurred to me that it was probably bad verbiage on my part. So I'm apologizing for that right now, because it's important to acknowledge when you're wrong. No worries. Hey, I was right about Brave. That's all I care about. Yeah, right? <laughs> and I like it because we don't have to see eye to eye about everything. Because, again, two different people. No. no, we don't. We just agree on a lot. Doesn't mean we have the same thoughts. Yep. Because if so, then there'd only be one person talking on the show in the first place. And I didn't want that, which is why I asked you to join me in Battle Pets. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. Exactly. Speaking of, mm-hmm. new WoW expansion in Alpha now. I'm not fun with that. Yeah, I'm probably yeah. not going to play it. But you know what? I'm excited for the people who are just like super stoked 
man, if you had told me five years ago (laughs) that I wouldn't have a single Blizzard game on my computer right now, my my computer came pre-installed with a lot of Mm -hmm. BNET stuff. Yeah, same here. So removing it. I, I got into the Overwatch 2 beta, apparently. Huh. I don't know how that happened because I wasn't trying for it. Thorax is upset. Uh, they're replacing Overwatch One with Overwatch Two after swearing up and down that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, they are just. Oh man, he's so upset because he likes Overwatch One. Yeah, but you get it for free anyway, so it's yeah. not the point. I know. You know, all your unlocks and all the stuff he's worked for is in game A. No, it's it's all being in Overwatch Two as well. No, it literally I don't believe is. I don't believe a thing Blizzard says anymore, honestly. They mm-hmm. they keep saying stuff and then then like 6 months later it's something else. Like I have no trust in them anymore. Well, let me put it this way. When I booted up the Overwatch 2 beta, all my stuff carried over. Well, that's good. I'll so, let him know that. I yeah. will let him know that, but I'm just like whatever, man. Yeah, I I don't yeah. Yeah. I didn't play. I'm just like, let's see what things look like. And mm-hmm. then I was like, cool. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, but Miss Marvel's great. And yeah, check Ms. out Marvel's great. <laughs> check um, out Doctor Strange, Doctor Multiverse Strange, of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. That was a fun comic book movie. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed Loki. <laughs> yep, and you're going to see Thor today. Yeah, yeah. With any luck, man. Hopefully. Because we're going to the drive-in and they don't take reservations. Oh, yeah. Get, make sure to get there early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're gonna. Because I'm paranoid. Yeah. But that being said, I should probably let you go so that you can get there early. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, Ben, I miss you so much. You know what? How about we, this? We text, but but it's not the same it as isn't. being face-to-face. So How about tomorrow we get together and play some D&D? Oh, that sounds amazing. And then in a couple of weeks, we can do a show where we talk about whatever ridiculousness I did. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm looking forward because to it. Because we most I, I have like a part with the very short attention span. Also, I learned about a cantrip that I, I want to learn. Oh, no. Just to mess with the cleric and the paladin. Oh, no. Ben, Ben, there's a cantrip in D&D 5e. Now, we might have to do a little game breaking for me to learn it, but it is a bard spell. It's just probably a lore bard spell. Okay, what's the spell? You touch a book and you know everything that's in it. Like you read it. Oh, that's cool. Isn't it? And it's a cantrip. That's now, really how powerful insane. for the cantrip. What's the, what's the spell name or called? Um, I'll, I'll have to pull it up again. It's probably a strict saving spell. Uh, I don't actually it might be it might be it's sound no because it's been out because they used it in unsleeping city too and that was the first year of the pandemic so of the panini so anyway yeah that's where i learned about it and i was like now how much would that mess with the people in our campaign if my illiterate bard sat down touched a book for six seconds looked at him and said oh well blah 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 (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it might be something that they added because I'm not seeing it as a bard spell. Uh, I I looked it up. I'll I'll, I'll pull it up and yeah. I'll I'll tell everybody what it's called later. I'm looking forward to it because I am excited. I always like interesting mm-hmm. spells. Yeah, yeah, but it's a cantrip, and I was like, oh, 
I want this cantrip. <laughs> I also want to level up, Ben. I've been level 11 for too long. I know, but not a whole lot has been happening in the world to level. We we killed a giant brain thing, Ben. Yeah, I know. But the rest of it, not been investigating. Look, and I had being plans, cool. and you guys threw a wrench into those plans. And since we're doing milestone stuff, you're going to be leveling when I say you level. Fine. Wow. Look, guys, listen, he's being an adversarial DM. But anyway, no, we should go so I can look up the, the cantrip. Yes. Uh, and that being said, everybody. Uh, thank you very much for joining us on this episode of Boxfort. Uh, if you did enjoy it and want to hear more, check out boxfortshow.com where all of our episodes are, as well as uh, whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on right now. Guess what? Every other one is there. Check yeah, it out. And if it's not, let us know and we'll send an angry email. Yeah, it, it would be nice to know that because, yeah. you know, things things are wrong if that happens. Yeah, I mean, Apple still emails me and Spotify for podcasts still emails me. So I know they're still, I guess, checking the feeds. So yeah, in, in theory, mm-hmm. we'll find out. If you want to hear Ben talk about D&D without me, because I can be a problem player, you can listen to him play <laughs> on Plus 5 to Hit, where he's adorable. No, wait, he's not adorable anymore. No, I am. I'm a little tiny owl person right now. Oh, yes, because it's the campaign break thing. Yes, yes, we're, we're traveling to Strixhaven and going to school. Yes, yes. And if you want to hear how he uh, messes with us and, and, and plans <laughs> roadside ambushes and giant brain fights, there is D&D discussions where he has interesting guests and they, they all talk about D&D. Yeah, exactly. We have a new episode coming in on Monday. Monday. Yeah. Now Mon- if that want- would be Monday the um sorry the listeners the eighteenth. Yes. Yes. The reason that I was able to pull that date up super fast is because my sister's birthday is on Tuesday. Mm. Yes. Um. So if you'd like to follow us on Twitter to find out more about uh, when episodes are going up and everything, check us out on Twitter at Boxwart Show. Uh, if you're looking for Aludra specifically, you can find her at Aludra's. Uh, underscore pets. pets or just nope. just pets that's right mm-hmm. uh, and if you're looking for me you can find me at ben Bumhofer. that's right my twitter handle hasn't changed as much as yours yes and yet you stumble yes because i thought there was underscore but i was wrong there used to be like in the early aughts dude yeah well <laughs> you know what at least i'm not trying to intro the show as battle pets <laughs> yeah right that one time that was funny the one time <laughs> The one time it actually made it into copy. <laughs> ben. Anyways, everybody, until <laughs> next time, be good to each other. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. <laughs>